Hi, and welcome to the World Government Summit 2023. We are at the World Government Summit in Dubai, and it's buzzing with activity. My name is Ian Khan, and I'm the host and producer of the GX podcast and the GX video series. You can watch the GX podcast on its website, gx.ae, on YouTube, or on partner websites such as Emirates Airlines and others. In this season, season three, I've got an exciting number of guests for you uh, to listen to and to know how they're doing. My first guest is Maxim Matthais. Maxim, welcome to the GX podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. And the yeah. video series. Yeah. Tell us, Maxim, it's your day one at the World Government Summit. How is it feeling today? Amazing. Uh, good vibes. Uh, you can definitely feel the energy, the optimism for the future. Uh, and we need more of that. So... Super excited, yeah. Excellent. So, Maxim, you're from the venture, uh, you know, yeah. funding, venture capitalism. Government services is a, is a little bit not directly connected, but it's related. How do you see uh, the world of venture funds exploring government services? How do you see that entire ecosystem ev yeah. evolving? So, I come from an early stage uh, VC background, uh, primarily investing into deep tech technologies. Um, and throughout COVID, I basically migrated more towards growth stage investments. Um, and through that, essentially, tried to widen my macro lens of things. I understood that in order for us to kind of like nurture amazing uh, technology, ecosystems, and so on, we require collaboration on absolutely every single front. So we're talking about not just the investors who are doing their job, not just the corporates who are doing their job, but the government as well. Um, and uh, embarked basically on a on a journey, uh, which took me to analyze uh, the private sector of investments, the public sector of investments, the role of governments essentially in making that happen. And it's been quite an insightful and uh, just an inspiring uh, journey, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, today the the, the ecosystem for startups is extremely healthy. Uh, venture capital firms are putting a lot of money investment into uh, into that. What are you seeing in terms of startups that are focused on citizen services, yeah. citizen engagement, digital identity? There's so many things that yeah. can be done. Tell us a little bit about what yeah. you're seeing. Yeah, it's something uh, I'm very passionate about. So what I want to see more in terms of development is that when we create a startup, when we uh, come up with uh, proprietary technologies that we think of the government as a user as well. Right now, we're just thinking about how to multiply our valuations, how to basically do, uh, grow in terms of revenues, but we're not fundamentally trying to solve complex things, and governments are oftentimes the gatekeeper here. Um, I've invested, for example, on the secondary side of things into Palantir, and Palantir is a great example of how it can be done with governments. Um, a great statistic here, actually, is that each public dollar that the government puts into R&D directly results, depending on the country, of course, results directly in more private investments coming. So if the government sets an initiative and we say we're investing $1 into R&D, let's say like build out a new ecosystem for entrepreneurs that are able to work together with governments to solve certain uh, complex problems within the government or we're talking on a nationwide or even globally, that subsequently means that more private dollars will be coming. So it's literally economic fuel. Yeah. Um, and that is something that we require much more. And it's, it's an educational perspective where we say, you know, if you are founding a startup, think of a government as well. Think about how you can help them to solve certain things and yeah. digitalize governmental services or whatever it be. Of course. Yeah. Now, in terms of uh, geographical uh, you know, uh, importance of startups that are focused on governments, 
uh, solutions that governments can use. We also have the MGov Award happening here at uh, WGS 2023, really rewarding uh, startups and universities that are coming up with cutting-edge solutions that can be used in governments. How are you seeing how different regions or countries are now adapting yeah. to working in, in that domain? Yeah, I would say that uh, where we are right now in Dubai is probably one of the pioneers in how to do this correctly, yeah. right? Um, it very much depends on what kind of legacy the government is also sitting on. If we're talking about European countries, for example, they have uh, such a massive kind of like heritage behind them and that legacy system that is almost like a, like, a, like a machine that constantly needs to be oiled. And the problem here is that it's very difficult oftentimes to come up with new nurturing environments. In Dubai and UAE in particular, there is a North Star that the government has hung up. It's basically a wider angle that says, like, you know, by 2030 we want to have X. By 2050 we want to be there. Yeah. And that is the, the secret recipe, basically, of making things happen. Yeah. I think that when a kind of, like, young aspiring professional sees that the government has hung up this North Star, the inspiration automatically comes. And they're saying, like, it doesn't matter whether I'm trying to build my solution for private or public. I'm doing it for the well-being of the nation, of the global kind of, like, progression. And that's what, what is lacking in many, uh, in, in many elements. Of course, we have yeah. the U.S. on one side, we yeah. have China on the other side, like two completely different sides of yeah. the coins, Europe somewhere in between. But uh, yeah, I think uh, every, every geo geography has its different kind of like mm -hmm. uh, pros and cons, mm -hmm. um, and we need to learn from each other. That's, of course. Uh, yeah. so, so the UAE uh, is, is one of the most progressive technology-oriented nations uh, not just in the Middle East, but in the world, right? We saw in the last couple of years when the whole world was battling a global pandemic, the UAE stepped up and did whatever it took from even a technological perspective to build the apps, to have all the technology and solutions from a government perspective out here so that people could benefit. So I think, personally speaking as well, from my experience, government has a very big focus on people enablement, digital services, and digital services here are not new. They've been, uh, the, the Emirates government runs hundreds of different digital services which, are, which people use. Yeah. Uh, and that's incredible. I think it's very, very impressive. Uh, the UAE also collaborates with governments worldwide. And, you know, uh, we know a lot about Estonia and Singapore and yeah. UK. The GX uh, initiative itself uh, is brought together by, you know, with, with working with different, collaborating with different governments. Uh, what are you looking at? And how do you see collaboration taking place in yeah. the world of today? Yeah. Uh, as a VC, you, you work with, you know, lots of different stakeholders. What about collaboration? Are we collaborating enough? Uh, I would say no, right? <laughs> For the sake of kind of like keep boosting that, that sector. Um, there's multiple angles to this, to this question, right? I think there are certain kind of like geographies and, and governments that know how to collaborate correctly because they understand that they will not be able to solve something themselves. I think UAE is a, is a prime example of that. Uh, there are other uh, kind of like nations or, or, or governments that have more of a tunnel vision and that I think needs to be widened uh, even, even further. But in venture capital, if we have like an iBird uh, view on, on certain things, we see exactly because of early stage investments, we see where the talent is moving, yeah. right? Uh, previously, it was like data intensive companies, a lot of the coders and data scientists and whatnot were moving towards there. Then Web 3.0 emerged, all of the kind of like PhDs and whatnot went over there. That's just one stakeholder of being uh, talented, right? Yeah. But you can really see and feel where the people are moving. In Europe, for example, we're generating a lot of that talent. We have 
you know, the universities, we have initiatives, we have government funding, but we're unable to maintain that talent. Much of it is actually leaving the, the continent, going over to the U.S. because it's easier for various reasons. Many are coming here because opportunities are arising. And I think that um, collaboration is exactly on that level. We need to be basically curious about each other. We need to be able to be transparent and kind of like, see like, how did you solve this problem? Yeah. Teach me how I will be able to do it. And in that way, we will nurture the ecosystem. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about technology. Uh, are you purely focused on technology companies? Yes. Right, you are. What are your, uh, you know, best kind of, you know, bets on which emerging technology area is the trend going to go in for the next 10 years at least, yeah. right? Where are we headed? I think we're heading towards a platform economy. That's uh, what I like to call it. Uh, I think uh, the buzzwords like data and AI have already been quite misused. Now we need to think about more from an economical perspective. So we've been in the industrial revolution. Through digitalization, we kind of progressed in certain ways. And we're now at the verge of becoming a modern kind of economy which is powered by essentially data, leveraging that kind of data, right? Being That is part of collaboration because you need to be able to extract those insights. You will never be able to do this by yourself. And that's where basically the platform layer comes on top. Yeah. So anything that focuses on kind of like creating ecosystems, making things agnostic, orchestrating things, you know, like companies that are essentially able to encapsulate certain uh, uh, enterprises 360 degrees, yeah. that's what, I, what, what I'm focusing on. And at the same time, I would love to, to think of it as well as solving complex challenges because we are, uh, we've seen quite a lot of like uh, solutions that were created out of a want, right, rather than a need. And uh, that's where governments in particular yeah. come in as well, like, it's only going to be able to be solved if governments and entrepreneurs and corporates and investors will work together to solve complexities. Yeah. We're talking about alternative energy, we're talking climate change, whatever it is, it will not be just able to be solved by early stage investors or the government alone. It needs to be a fully system that's working yeah. in symbiosis. Yeah. Uh, what would be, uh, and as we conclude, uh, head towards the ending of, of this episode, uh, what would be your advice to governments as well as the technology sector to collaborate? How do we do that? What are, what are the three main things we need to know, yeah. learn, or work on? Speak to the new wave. Basically, see how kind of like new generations are looking at things and don't put yourself above them. Work with them together yep. and learn from each other because there is a lot that you can learn from completely different stakeholders out there and there will always be some sort of like insight that can be extracted. And uh, yeah, just open up, don't be closed, you know, like be curious and, uh, and get inspired. Like uh, that would be my, my biggest point, I guess. Yeah. yeah, you know, in the news we have uh, some... some uh, a lot happening with ChatGPT3 as an example, yeah. with generative AI. Are you seeing those, uh, you know, work more within the government sector? Or they haven't even started yet. Yeah. But do you see their impact in, in the government services I think sector? there will be an impact everywhere, right? Yeah. This is like a almost like philosophical change of how pe people will be searching or conducting certain workflows and whatnot. The sooner governments implement this for various reasons, right, even if it's just simple document creation or whatever, it will help them to become more, more current with times, it will help them to be more efficient, and at the same time, if governments think of themselves as a platform as well, yeah. right, your citizens are your users, make everything that they come to you, that they are a loyal, basically, customer base for you rather yeah. than pushing them away. And that it ties very beautifully together with the kind of like uh, platform economy that I was mentioning before.
Yeah. Incredible. Tell our viewers where they can find you and learn more about you and the work you yeah, do. Yeah, on Twitter, you can find me, right? Uh, on LinkedIn and uh, just websites. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Matthias, thank you uh, for joining us yeah. and being part of the GX uh, podcast and video series. And we wish you all the best. And uh, thank, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right. Me. Thank yeah. you. You're thank welcome. You.